Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so, so excited to share with you these next two episodes. We recorded them together, kind of, but I had two beautiful women who are super intelligent and super passionate about what they do. The first one was Dawn McCraw, attorney at law. When I met her years ago at Go Clean Credit, who her husband currently is still running Go Clean Credit, but she got her law degree so she could really help the injustices when it came to consumer credit and how it's reported. It is so important that our FICO scores are where they need to be. And she educated us on everything FICO. I know it sounds a little dry, but if you're trying to buy a home, a car, do anything, establish credit, it's really an episode you do not want to miss. And meanwhile, we also had Tara Krieg of AmeriFirst Financial come in and kind of piggyback because Tara looks at credit reports all the time and she can educate us on what is required to get a mortgage. But she also does some wonderful, wonderful classes through Dave Ramsey. And what I love about that is today we are currently in an environment where if somebody doesn't have a good savings account and good credit score, they're not getting a house. Used to be just a couple years ago, first time home buyer getting a gift from mom and dad, two pennies to rub together and barely uh, getting approved by the hair on their chinny chin chin was enough. Today it's not. So I wanted to bring you the resources needed so that you could learn how to take care of that credit and get yourself your financial house in order, as Tara says. So hope you guys enjoy both shows and let us know if there's anything we can do to help. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, help, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's The Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome, guys, to part two of our just enthralling <laughs> episodes we're doing this week. We are at the end of March. You might be watching this in the beginning of April. I have Tara Bianco Krieg here with me from AmeriFirst Financial. She is the loan officer extraordinaire. And I always say that when I bring you on because... The one thing I absolutely love about Tara is her passion for helping people accumulate wealth and get their act together financially. Like she is not just the loan officer that takes your mortgage app and moves on to the next guy. That's true. And I will say, I recently had a buyer who came to me pre-approved from another lender. She ended up going elsewhere altogether. And that's a whole nother show episode. We don't even need to bring that one up. But... <laughs> She came to me pre-approved on down payment assistance with an FHA mortgage, and the loan officer's like, I got her approved. And I'm like, well, that's fantastic. But guess what? In today's marketplace, we are not going to get buyers' no. homes on FHA loans with down payment assistance because here locally in Arizona, and I know this is happening around the rest of the country it as is. well from what I'm hearing, 
People want to buy homes the old-fashioned, traditional way with an FHA mortgage. And our first episode that we just are piggybacking on, we didn't even get to finish talking. We, we had this amazing attorney, Don McCraw. With she was great. Price Law Group, and her husband owns Go Clean Credit. I met them years ago. And they were educating us on how to, just helping people, I think the best way to explain it is understand their FICO score. Yes. And, I Yeah. And, and then really understand it because FICO scores can cost you hundreds of dollars every month on your mortgage yep. if you don't have the kind of score you need to have to get good pricing on your mortgages. Yep. And so before we go into what I'm really excited because, you know, debt and bills, not always the funnest <laughs> thing to talk about. What do you mean I do that every day? <laughs> I know that's what you do every day. But what's really fun to talk about is how to build wealth yes. in your nest egg. And, it, you know, all of us know that we need to be doing it and putting money aside. But Tara, being the LO that she is, she doesn't just, oh, I got you approved. Well, she gets you approved for what's in your best interest. And maybe if you're not quite there yet, she's going to help you get there. And that has a lot to do with strategizing, not just with the consumer, the borrower, but also somebody like me, who's the agent. Yeah. So that we can put our efforts together and help people achieve their dream house, their goals, their castle is their domain. It's so important. Well, there's no question that owning a home is still the American dream. Absolutely. You know, we are at a place, I think, more than ever, you know, I'm talking about millennials. They waited longer. They rented. And now they're <sighs> desperate to have a home of their own. They're over the renting thing. And so um, or mom and dad's basement yeah, or, or wherever they've been living. Right. And I just think it's wonderful to see people with the passion for homeownership that it really is. Well, and today, people are passionate. They are so passionate. I didn't even get to talk about it in episode one. But I'm going to piggyback onto what I wanted to share from episode one. Fry, if you can zoom in on the screen for me, I want people who are listening to know what we're looking at right now is the daily concise market snapshot for the Phoenix Valley, which comprises Maricopa and Pinal counties. And the, what we're looking at right now is it shows the comparison of where we were at with our market two years ago versus last year versus last quarter versus last month and today. Wow. Essentially, what the what this report is showing is we have a half of a month of supply of inventory. A half of a month. What that basically means is that our active price per square foot is over $300 a foot. And this is the first time I've ever, 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 ever seen this. The average sales price to list price. What that means is the list, let's say the home's listed at $500,000. Right. What this percentage is saying is every house is selling for above list price. It's crazy. Which it is. It is. It is. It's the first time in my 28 year career that I have been telling people, oh, you know that list price where it's being offered for? That's just where it's starting. Yeah, which means if you're pre-qualified for 400,000, you can't look at homes that are listed for 400,000. Uh, our group last week, we have a group of us realtors who get together and once a month and we just kind of share notes and, and it, what we all decided is what we're seeing, especially, I'm going to show the next slide here in a moment, and this will make even more sense, is in the high demand areas, the list price, what, pe what we're seeing people actually having to pay is about 10 to 15% on over. average over list price. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if this chart next month shows 
101%, 102% of list price. Right. Because, of course, not every house. Some people list their houses grossly over market, and then they end up accepting less. But in all my years of doing this, like, if you guys go back and look at... I was just looking. 97, 98, 98. I mean, this is yeah. wild. So two years ago, we were always at about 97%. And that was pretty average. You know, a home was listed at 500. You're like, hey, you know, it's been on the market for a couple of weeks. Right. We're not competing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking for a seller concession, maybe right. a home warranty. Oh, yeah. You know that AC is kind of on the fritz. Maybe get the AC fixed. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. Today, nobody's no. doing none of that. List it as is. Do nothing, and it will still sell. It's for 10 to 15% more above list price. Yeah. So this is, this is what's killing me. I can't help certain buyers right now because financially they do not have the cash right. to play. And we, with the last episode, we were talking about learning the rules of the game, and that was with respect to credit. Yeah. This game is is pretty brutal right now. It is. But if you're a seller, it's awesome. So the sellers are making bank. And that's why I'm so excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today, because the I reality know. is it, is it is more important than ever to have a strong financial position. And the difference between a successful home buyer today and a successful who has a very di- a, or a buyer having a very difficult time getting their offer accepted is money. It is. It's, it's money. money. It's having money. <laughs> yes. You know. It's you know. So very cute. My husband usually we're out shopping houses, right? And if somebody's like kind of freaking out about a house that they really like and they're worried about the price, he's like, he's always like, oh yeah, it's just a number in a bank account. Okay. <laughs> so get this. This morning, Tara yeah. knows we're helping his brother buy a home right now, yep. and. And I go, well, you know, we, we uh, signed on for more than we initially thought. And he's like, I know. I go, I, but guess what? It's just a number in a bank account, James. <laughs> it's going to be fine. And, you know, it has taken us a while to get in a position where we could have a savings. Yep. Because like a lot of people, we went through the downturn and we lost our butts. And you did too, Tara. Like we yeah. all did. And so what we're going to be helping people is, okay, First episode of this week was talking about getting your credit where it needs to be, right? Yep. The other piece of it is getting your financials where they need to your be. financial house in order. Financial house in order. So the next yep. slide I want to show real quick that I'm hoping, for those of you guys who are watching, this will make sense. But I will say for those that are listening, if you are in the Valley of the Sun, this is showing the highest demand locations in the Valley. Number one is Avondale. Wow. We have basically almost 10 buyers for every house in Avondale. Wow. Nine, 989 Cromford Index. It, is Avondale affordable, Rebecca? Well, Would you say that's why the demand is so high there? It is exactly why the demand is so okay. high. Plus, it's one of our last farmlands. That's interesting is the top three cities in the Valley if you came here 20 years ago, they were covered with cotton fields and dairy cows, wow. right? So Avondale, A, the pricing is really good for the west side of town, mm-hmm. and well, really for the entire valley, and there's a ton of builders out there still. Yeah, so, so a lot of there's, So homes. there's a lot of new home construction happening out there. It's one of our last major farmlands where you can come in, and so there's a lot of master plan communities out there, and people are buying in Avondale, number wow. two city. Almost tied with Chandler is Gilbert. Gilbert and Chandler keep fighting and duking it out. They're basically the same city. They border each other, same part of town. Yep. And they both have about the same quality as schools. Chandler is inching up a little bit above Gilbert. But both of those basically have six buyers per listing. 
And then at the bottom of the chart, we get down to PV, which, oh, um, they only have, you know, almost four buyers per listing. Which means on these million-dollar listings, we're still seeing multiple offers. Oh, absolutely. We yeah. are actually working with some buyers today. James is up in PV right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the homes that we thought we were going to show are actually under contract. Yeah. And they're doing bidding wars as well. And so I'm going to, for those of you guys who are listening, I'm just going to round out the rest of the chart here. Fountain Hills is kind of a surpriser. They've moved up the chart. And it, I, I'm, I don't Number. even know what to explain on that one that one wow. they're kind of out and out on their own but they're doing really well i think a lot of maybe it's seasonal a lot of the vacationers are coming in right Certainly now could be so yeah. that could have been where it helped push fountain hills up mesa peoria glendale cave creek goodyear scottsdale that's our top 10 and then we do have surprise phoenix queen creek maricopa buckeye tempe and then pv so that's the top 17 and i share that with you guys because when you're looking for a house when somebody's telling me they're looking in Avondale mm-hmm. and they are on down payment assistance with an FHA mortgage, yeah, and I know I'm going to be competing against at least 10, if not 20 other buyers for right. that same house, I need them to be approved on a conventional loan and I need them to have money in the bank. Yep. So let's talk about that, Tara. Um, now let's t- let's build wealth through savings <laughs> and real estate. So if I didn't give Tara the proper introduction earlier... Please check her out over at AmeriFirst Financial. Her website is the tkteam.com. tkteam.us. .us. Thank you for correcting me. And then there's beautiful Tara in the middle of her team and her husband, Chad, on the other side as a nice little end cap right there. (laughs) She does get to work with her husband like I do, which makes life very fun. It does. And then who is this guy that we're showing here on the screen right now? That is Dave Ramsey. And if you have never heard of him... He's got a really bold personality, and he's not afraid to speak the truth. Well, I love it. And Tara is hosting a class online. Is this the first time you've done this online? It is. I've been doing it for over three years. I typically do it twice a year, and I do it in person. It's a nine-week series. (laughs) Sorry, guys. And, um, you know, with COVID, we're right on the tail end of it. I think by fall, we'll be able to meet in person is what my hope is. But Mm -hmm. um, we recognize that we still need to be cautious, and I don't want families to choose not to participate now because we're meeting in person. And so we're going to go ahead and try this virtual approach. It's a nine-week series on Wednesday night starting. April 7th, 6.30 to... Whenever you finish. Yeah. I mean, it may go quicker because it's online, Uh, but still all the same. Great content, great material, and how successful the class will be will be based on the participation and commitment of those who choose to participate. Okay. So that was like drinking from a fire hose. Let me slow that down a little bit. (laughs) Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. What I like about this though, okay, Starting April 7th at 6.30, what I really like about this, Tara, yeah. is now that you you might be able to help people who aren't just up the street around the corner. Correct. So doing this on Zoom, that's one thing from COVID that I've learned has really increased my reach. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I actually, my, my daughter who's in Hawaii, mm-hmm. I want her to take your class. Yeah. You know, and then because it's Zoom, it's re-recorded. So if somebody misses that class, they can go back and watch it. So yeah. I actually think this might be the way you decide you want to do it going forward. You never know. I know that at the very <laughs> end, you like to cut up credit cards, and there's a big, huge party surrounding that. Yeah. Um, so before we get into all of that stuff, I do have this that I promised Tara would show us because we, we forgot to mention it earlier. And oops, by the way, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. 
you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button, get mortgage option. Tara Creek and the TK team have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision. It deserves a strategic approach. The TK team provides you with a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score, helping you qualify for better rates and terms. Visit the TKteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you make the best decisions. The TK team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my name is Rob Sell. I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you and I appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. purchasing a home or refinancing. We know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Okay, we're right back from the break. Now, Tara, please explain this chart for us. Yes. So we were talking in the previous segment about credit, and I thought this was a really great visual to help people understand how credit plays a role in the mortgage interest rate that they're offered in the programs that they might be eligible for. So the first thing I want to point out, the chart up here that you're seeing is Fannie Mae's what's called loan level price adjustments. And it's basically, these are the hits, if you will, for your credit score and your loan to value. But if you notice up there, it says applicable to all mortgage with terms greater than 15 years. Okay, so time out for those of you guys listening to our show. Yes. You might want to come back and watch it on YouTube or on our Facebook page or even on our website at gratefulheart.tv. Yeah. Because this chart's actually super cool. I was teasing her about it earlier. She was. I, 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 I'm going to take it back. I'm eating my words. So go ahead and explain in detail what this chart means because, again, this kind of goes back to the what I was just saying. If, once you get your credit in place, yeah. then you also have to figure out your financial house. What would you say? Put your financial house in put order? Put your financial house in order. Okay. So the more money you have to put down, guys, guess what? Your the, credit's not as important. The less of an impact that your credit score will have, as well as... Um, the term of the loan. So if you qualify for a 15-year mortgage, it doesn't matter if you have a 660 credit score or a 780 credit score. If you're putting 20% down and you get a 15-year fixed, you get the same interest rate. Oh, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So what that means is, is that by choosing a 15-year mortgage, mm -hmm. which has a higher monthly payment, you're automatically reducing the risk. You're going to pay that loan back at a much more rapid pace. Okay, so time out, guys. I have to say this because I want people to understand this concept. Yes. You're asking to borrow money to yes. buy a house. Okay. <laughs> yes. I know this sounds really dumb, but I want to dumb it down yeah. for those that have never bought a home before. And the house you're looking at maybe cost 
300,000. Let's just be conservative in, yeah. in our marketplace, 300,000. And you have maybe three and a half percent saved. You've got nine grand, 10 mm-hmm. grand in the bank. Okay. So you're coming to somebody and you're like, hey, can I borrow 290 grand because I want to buy a house? Who wants to give you 290 grand if you don't have a good credit score and money in the bank? Or putting a large amount of money down. So, or a large amount of money down. So yes. that's where it comes into the risk factor. So the more money you put down and you ask to borrow for less amount of time. Correct. So that's what I just learned something new today because a 15-year mortgage versus a 30-year mortgage. Hey, can I borrow 290000 for 30 years versus, hey, I'm going to pay you back in 15 sounds a lot better, right? Right. Absolutely. So that's why... The 20% down is not as, it, it. your credit score doesn't matter near as much if you're asking to borrow for less amount of time. Correct. When you're borrowing 15 years or less, the credit score, you know, other than meeting the minimum credit score requirements doesn't play a large role. But the majority that. of us go for a 30 year because the payment is a lot cheaper. Yes. Which is why it's important to start with the end in mind. When we meet with families. Say that again. Okay. Say that again. <laughs> Which is why it's important to start with the end in mind, because a family who comes to us with the intention of a 15-year mortgage, my recommendations to them are going to look different than somebody who comes to us looking for a 30-year mortgage. Now, the person looking for a 15-year mortgage versus a 30-year mortgage mm-hmm. maybe being a little bit more conservative, or maybe yep. they have a really good job and they can afford the extra monthly. right. Or maybe they took Tara's class and have decided that their end goal in mind yeah. is to live without a mortgage. Yeah. And you can do that a lot easier in 15 years than you can in 30 years. You're absolutely right. So I just kind of wanted to paint that picture because for a lot of people, they're like, well, who cares? So what? Well, right here, this is showing you that the more money you have to put down, maybe the less impact your negative credit score could have on what your monthly mortgage payment would be. You're absolutely right. So if you are looking to get a 30-year mortgage and you're looking to put a, you know, a small amount of money down, then your credit score is going to play a huge role in the interest rate and in terms you're offered. But if you're going to put a lot of money down... Or go with a 15-year mortgage. Or it's go less with a 15, important. It's less important. Yes. Yeah, so so that's consult some, with your lender. <laughs> yeah. So really what we're saying is don't wait till a Sunday night to decide to pay off some bills because you want to buy a house on Monday with me. Yes. If you could at least have that conversation on Friday afternoon before the weekend, that would, that, that would be good for both of us, all of us included. And so, okay, so are we done with this chart? We're done with this chart. Because we're going to sh- we're gonna show the next chart that I was also teasing you about. Yes. And let's see if I can figure out how to get there. If you can get there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she's showing us another chart for those of you guys listening on the podcast instead of watching us. And so for those of you that are listening, I'll just walk you through what you are not seeing. So uh, rates have been on the rise since the beginning of January, really. And so a lot of people feel like they missed the boat. And the purpose and value of this chart is to show what rates have done over the last two years. So in the fourth quarter of 2019, Rebecca. So where are we right here? Two years ago. So right there, November. November 2019. November 2019. Okay. So, so basically, the lower that you see on this chart, mortgage uh-huh. bonds, the higher the interest rate. Okay? okay. So the interest rates, even though this is the low point on your chart, this is where the interest rates were the With highest. The, the highest. Okay. That is correct. 
And then you're like, yes. So, and the reason I show this is because we have been in a, in a very low interest rate environment for over the last year, right? Oh gosh, ridiculous, record breaking last year. Ridiculously record breaking, low last year. interest rate. They just rate kept dropping, dropping, dropping. Environments. And for those of you that can see the chart, so right here where it starts to go down was January of this year. So yes. But the, we're nowhere close to where we were two years ago. We're close to where we were two years ago. So if you're somebody who says, oh, I missed the boat. You didn't Home prices boat. are too high. The purpose of this chart is to explain to you the time is now. Rates okay. are still very good. Okay. So rates are still in the low threes. Rates are still in the low threes. Seriously? I know. I, 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 so I called <laughs> your Tara. You have a Tara that I works for Tara. you. I have a Tara. Yep. And we were kind of joking, but not joking because yes. somebody locked in, I think, at three and a quarter uh-huh. instead of, you know, Two point, I don't know, seven five, eight, seven, five or whatever, or whatever it yeah. was, and I think the payment difference maybe for them because of their price point was really low is maybe twenty five bucks, you know, and so in the grand scheme of things, less than a dollar a day, we get we get spoiled, yeah, and, yeah. and it's important to, to understand the actual impact, yeah. So yes. you know, yes. I can tell you about the first house I bought at 7%. <laughs> My sales price was a lot lower back then, but I still freaked out. And then 7% was actually pretty good. We're talking low, uh, early 90s. So when we're talking three, three and a half, even if it hits four. I fully expect it will hit four and it will still be a great time to buy. Well, that was about to be my point because when we were down here in November of 19, rates were actually almost to five, weren't they? Yeah. there A couple years ago in the fourth quarter, ironically, we did. We got about five and a quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember them hitting five. Yep. In, and I think at that point, I was talking to another lender. Uh, 18. Yeah. And he was saying that he thought we maybe even see six. Yeah. But instead... The rates went the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Then COVID hit and all these like perfect storms hit. And next thing you know, everywhere in the country is out of houses. The demand is through the roof yep. and everybody's fighting to get homes. So uh, let me just remind you guys, the first part of our show was talking about credit. I am really, truly enthusiastic about anybody. I, I've actually had to tell a couple people just recently, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't help you. And that kills me because I've never in 28 years. We've never had to say that. I've never, ever, ever had to say that. But I have a a little sweet Hispanic lady that I was wanting to help. And because the rates went up Mm -hmm. and she's literally works for the government, she was on such a fixed income. Yeah, that. And then literally she scraped money out of 401k just to come up with her little 3% down. Yeah. And I, you know, as I'm a miracle worker, I pull out tricks out of my hat all day long but then we got to a place where even if I, I got her under contract for one house, yeah. and then when she got the payment, she flipped and said, oh, I can't do that. I can't that. afford this. Yeah. I can't afford it. She might have been able to had she taken your class. And that's what I'm hoping we're going to you know, help people. But I basically said, hey, maybe in a year, the picture will be a little bit different. Yeah, the rates might be higher and the prices might be. But it's just the competition that's killing her. So I'm telling her she needs to save money in the meantime. You're absolutely right. And this goes back to mortgage planning. You know, yeah. we are in an environment where mortgage planning is more important than ever. And families who do not have the required down payment or the extra money to pay over appraised value need to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to get on a budget and start putting money aside. Okay. And that's not just about buying homes. No, that's a, in general. In general. <laughs> yeah. So a year ago... All of a sudden, this thing called COVID hit. Yeah, yeah you heard of that? I think I did. You yeah, might have heard weird. of that, right? Yeah. And there was a lot of fear because we didn't, we'd never dealt with it. We never, we didn't know where we were going. Right. 
you and I were very blessed, unlike the last downturn, you know, instead of it hitting us, it was kind of happening around us. Right. Because we learned our lessons the hard way. Trust me. I We're talking FICO scores, and I'm excited to be like in the high 700s. Me too. At one point, I was in the low 400s. I'm not bragging because that's not something you brag about, but I had seven homes in default during the downturn with tenants that weren't paying, and I was going right. through a divorce. So it is what it is, and I had to learn the hard way how to get my credit score up and how to get myself in a position to buy a home again. The first one I bought with my husband, James, in 2013 was an FHA loan. But we had a lot of houses to sell to during that from. time, yeah. right? So I could get in with an FHA loan. Today, FHA is just not cutting it. So I need my buyers to get conventionally approved so I can help them. So yeah. I don't have to tell them no. And I need them to start saving money so they actually have money in the bank. So they can't compete against stronger financial people who have their house in order. Well, and the reality is, Rebecca, it's never a good thing for a buyer to purchase their very first home by liquidating every single penny that they have that they bargain, you know. And then God forbid something breaks. Yeah, yeah, big bargain and steal, I, I say. And, you know, and then we're at a place where people are buying houses. The sellers aren't agreeing to really repair or fix things up. So mm-hmm. they need to go into these homes prepared for the possibility of maintenance costs. There's a cost to maintain a home when you're a home owner. There is. And there are benefits. I don't want to talk people out or scare them off. Oh, no, 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 no. Because the reality of the world is we all need a roof over our head. Yeah. And the valley's only getting more congested. Thank you, California. Thank you, California. Yeah. (laughs) It's only getting more and more congested and we are not building them fast enough. Right. So this problem is not going away. The world is not going to burst our that I think a lot of people say, oh my gosh, this feels just like the last time. It's not. And it's not. And it's not for so many reasons. So, yeah. you know, even if you have to beg, borrow, and steal to get into that house and get you there, at mm-hmm. least you got your foot in the door so you can start building equity and some wealth by owning a property. Yeah. I know that there's certain steps we have to go in order. Yes. And you need to talk to her before you do anything. <laughs> but once but, but once you get kind of a plan in place, and, and not every loan officer is going to take the time, Tara Tiz truly take the time. Notice her class starts at 6.30 at night. That is not regular business hours. So she dedicates and is quite passionate because she knows that if she can educate you and your family, then you guys will be in a position down the road to where you can maybe buy a home, maybe even buy an investment property, but you got to start somewhere. Well, and I think too, there's such a sense of pride when a couple or an individual comes together and puts a plan in place and then they execute on it, you know? And so to be able to save money, pay down debt and put yourself in a position that you can be a successful homeowner and you have the confidence to go into that home buying experience knowing Mm -hmm. that you will makes all the difference right now. So this is where you start. I'm going to hit play. Let's watch this 47 second video and it's okay that it mentions God. I don't mind. I love God. (laughs) What would happen if the people of God started handling money God's ways? You work too hard to get to the end of your life and have nothing to show for it. This is my family's legacy that I'm talking about here. I've got to have a plan and be focused. That knowledge that you pass on to your kids, that is how you change a family tree. You change your life when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you have that moment where you say, I've had it. I'm not going to live like this anymore. Oh, that's awesome. I'm super excited for you to do that class. I might even have to take that class with you, Tara. So wait, let's go back. 
So if you guys haven't seen it, because you're listening to our podcast, yes. you're going to want to check out fpu.com for, forward slash 113-5780. 113-5780. And so check it out on our site if you need to. And we'll make sure that we include that when we post this on social media. So that's not actually Zoom. It's actually going through... Um, the program. So it is a virtual class on Wednesday nights, and we're doing it through Zoom. Oh, it is through Zoom It still. is through okay. Zoom, uh, but we're going to go through all the same content. So we're okay. going to watch a video together. We're going to have table topics. Uh, you're going to have accountability partners to help you learn and, you know, get good at putting a budget together. I think it's simple as it sounds, Rebecca. It's the hardest part for families to get started. If you've never lived on a budget or don't even know where to start, that is what you'll learn in this class. Oh, that's so exciting. Yes. Okay, so we have six weeks. Six weeks. Walk me through those six weeks because I, I, I want people to kind of understand that obviously the, you're building blocks, right? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it goes through the entire financial foundation. So week one is really about building an emergency fund and getting on a budget. Because let's be honest, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, your credit cards are maxed out. You're one car breakdown away from a crisis at any given point. And you might be able to get qualified for an FHA loan, just so you know, (laughs) if if that's what you're being described as right there. But but the truth of the matter is it causes a tremendous amount of anxiety for people who are living that way. And so our goal is to help them understand the importance of building that first $1,000. So you're going to make your minimum payments, and we're going to put $1,000 away. We're going to call that our rainy day fund. That's not a fully funded emergency account. It's just a rainy day fund. The dog gets sick. You have to run it to the vet. Things yes. like that, you know, yes. you're not planning for. Yep, absolutely. Flat tire, you got it covered. It's not going on credit. So then we put together a debt snowball in the weeks to come. And we talk about how do we attack that debt and how do we get serious about it. Mm-hmm. And as a class, we talk about ways to save money. It's awesome. You would not believe how many ideas are thrown out there and people share their success stories. And one thing I love about this class is that people come at all different stages of their financial walk. So you've got people whose houses are paid off. They've got money in savings for retirement. But the reason they come is they recognize the importance of both sharing their story, being an inspiration to other people, and also keeping themselves accountable. Because it's easy to, you know, backslide and start dieting, right? When you're committed and you're motivated, it's easy. But sometimes we need to Our spending habits, you know, kind of get carried away sometimes, you know, Amazon's really easy to order off of. I always talk about those subscriptions, like um, Fabletics is mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, there's clothing subscriptions and food subscriptions, and I think a lot I of like times... I like Stitch Fit. I do Stitch Fix, and I love it, too. And it's okay if it's in your budget. If it's and in your budget. If it's in your budget. Okay, so. so we talked about week one. Yep. What What does week two look like? Debt snowball. So we talk about strategies to get that debt paid off. And then we move into mortgages and home buying. And we talk about what you need to do to be prepared to purchase a home. Okay, so I want to rewind to week two Mm -hmm. because we just learned on our FICO score class on the episode just prior to this one, if you didn't see it, you should go back and watch, that 35% of your FICO score has everything to do with your payment history. Correct. And then another 30% is, I believe... Utilization. Yeah. Your balances. And so really, these two episodes really do mesh together quite nicely because you can't get financially healthy until you really understand the value of your credit. Well, and you said it. So when she showed us who, you know, an 800 borrower looked like, mm-hmm. there's somebody without a lot of debt. They pay off their credit cards every month. They mm-hmm. use a small percentage of the limits that are available to them. They don't really need them it. Because they don't need it. And that's the key, guys. You don't need it. But you can't get it 
if you need it. <laughs> that is the dilemma, the conundrum, the catch-22, if you will, because yeah. those that really need it, and they're the ones I'm sadly having to say, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. But I love, I can't help you right now. No, but I want them to all get in this class. Yes. So maybe next year I can help them. So this is why I started this class, Rebecca. When I was doing mortgages and I had families that would come to me that weren't ready today, I was never able to just be like, sorry, I can't help you. It was more like, I can't help you, but what can I do? What does that look like? Right. What do I need to do? So we would give all these people these plans. And then we would send them away expecting that they were going to know or be able and to. And they never followed through, probably. No, and not because they didn't have a desire to, probably because they just didn't know how to. Right. And so now we can say, hey, listen, we're going to do this nine-week series. We invite you to join oh, us. Oh, it's nine, not six. Nine-week okay, series. Okay, so I keep saying six, it so ends, it's nine. The, it ends June 2nd. Okay. So, so spring, like a spring cleaning kind of thing. Let's spring cleaning, cleaning for your, your bank finances. <laughs> and you know, the last class I had started in January of 2020. And in this class, we talk about why people are there. Everybody's right. there for a different reason. And right. we talk about the importance of having an emergency fund and planning for the unexpected. Well, and those emergency what? funds were really important last year what when a lot of people couldn't go to work. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. And I felt so proud of the families who made it a point to come before they even knew what COVID was, not knowing that they were planning for the unexpected. Right, right. Okay, so you get through towards the end, and by the end, you've got a plan in place. Yes. You have a budget to follow. You're going to start building savings so that you can buy a property and then start acquiring wealth through real estate, hopefully. Yes, and then once you do that, we talk about retirement. And mm -hmm. so not only are we going to pay off our debt, we're going to purchase a home. Retire what? We're going to save for retirement, but then we're going to teach you how to protect your wealth. We're going to talk about mm. trusts. We're going to talk about insurance. You know, a lot of people get sold insurance they don't need, and they get involved in so insurance it, programs that don't make sense to them. Insurance is really important and yes. trust. And I'm at that stage right now, but James and I are working on doing a trust ourselves. Yep. And there's a lot to think about in life insurance is definitely a big Part of Part it. Part of that, yes. You can't even afford life insurance until you have some savings, though. So let's get everybody into yep. a place in their financial house where in one room we have savings, in one room we have the emergency fund. Yep. Because those are two different things. Two different things. And then, you know, where you have your debts that you're working on paying down to 10%, but you got to leave a little bit because if you don't use it, then they won't give it to you. <laughs> and um, at the end of the day, hopefully you'll be retiring before you know it and in a good place when you retire. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm super excited and super jazzed. Do they just go online here to get registered or yep. where do they get registered, Tara? Go to fpu.com, put in our class code 1135780, register, and we'll be in touch with all the details. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to share it with everybody I know and I hope everybody takes our class. Me too. Thank you, Tara, so much. You're it's welcome. always a pleasure having you on. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, I hope you guys enjoyed those shows. The first one with Don McCraw over at Price Law Group. The best way to get a hold of her is if you go to 866-210-1722. Se habla espanol in case you guys need some Spanish services. Don is amazing and what she told us on her show was if you know the information is wrong, you go to her. But if you know it's right, maybe you don't like it very much, but you need some help cleaning up that credit, you go to Go Clean Credit where her husband is holding down the realm and the best number to get a hold of them is 866-991-4885 there is a couple different services they offer whether it's full service or do it yourself neither one of them could you go wrong with and of course let's not forget tara krieg of AmeriFirst first financial the tk team 
You can find them at tkteam.us. You can email them also at tkteam at amerifirst.us or just give them a call 480-344-1951. And just a reminder, if you want to get into her class that she's starting in April, the one that goes for nine weeks and hopefully by the end is going to show you the road that you need to take in order to have financial freedom, go to fpu.com forward slash 1135780. That's 1135780. That's the class number, I believe, when you log on to fpu.com. Hope you guys enjoyed both episodes. Again, let us know how we can help. Have a fantastic day. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day